sisters. Welcome to the Out of This World Relationship Podcast, a podcast designed for busy women just like you who want better relationships. I'm your host, Tamara Rasmussen, and together we're going to tackle some of life's most difficult relationship issues. Whether you're in your car on your way to work, shuffling kids to school, or sipping coffee on the back porch, it is no accident that you're here. With God, there are no accidents, only divine appointments. There is always room at my table, so pull up a chair and take a seat. Let's dive in. This week, we're diving into a whole new series about difficult conversations with kids. Who loves talking about hard things with their kids? Some of us might be better at it or less intimidated by it, but I'm not sure that anyone is ever really excited about it. In this series, we will be talking about guiding our kids in dating, a healthy approach towards sexual purity, puberty, changing bodies, and more. If you've watched the news lately, you know that sexual influences and exposure are everywhere for our kids, even in the most unexpected places. As a parent of teenagers, there is never a shortage of opportunities to practice what I preach. So this week, I felt led to share a real-time parenting experience of my own as it relates to the world our kids live in today. In sharing my experience, I hope to bring home the reality that it has never been more critical for us to be on guard and prepared to lean into these difficult conversations. So grab some tea, coffee, or whatever, and let's dive in. You just never know what your kids are going to be up against in this world today. The things that are expected of them, the things that they're exposed to is often so far beyond our control as parents. And that brings to mind the concept that our job really isn't to control. I think a lot of times we seek to control the things that our kids are exposed to to protect them. And although we do need to protect them, not from a place of control. Control suggests that we have the ability to protect them from everything. We feel this pressure and responsibility to stand between them and anything negative that could happen to them in this world. And we lose sight of the fact that oftentimes God uses those experiences to really help our children grow. And quite frankly, to help us grow as parents, we get challenged all the time and we have choices. We can either lean into that challenge or we can run away from it. And I will say this. If you are someone who has a traumatic childhood experience, somebody who had neglectful or abusive parents or were even abandoned by parents, you know what I mean when I say that we have this intense pressure to do everything right. We don't want to make any of the same mistakes that our parents did. And sometimes because of that fear, we actually tend to do more harm. We go overboard trying to protect our kids and taking on responsibility for everything that happens to them without realizing that sometimes bad things or hard things or inappropriate things just happen and we're not going to be perfect. We may even do some of the very same things that we are upset with our parents for doing. We do what we learn in the same way that I said last week, our kids learn from us. We learn from our parents. So when we lean into difficult conversations, we are coming from a place of our current experience, the things that we've experienced as adults since we left the home, 
but we're also drawing from the things that our parents did or the things that happened to us. And sometimes that can really color our perception of the event for our child. So I want to give you an example. Just this week, I was presented with new information about a book that the 11th grade students are having to read at my son's school. And my son is among the students who will have to be reading this book. And there are a lot of parents who are up in arms about this book. And I can't say that I blame them. There's a lot of content in this book that is sexual, pornographic, um, there's drugs, there's rebellious behavior. There's a lot of things in this book that are inherently negative. And I admit that when I first read some of the excerpts out of this book, the hair on the back of my neck raised a little bit. I thought to myself, okay, my 17 year old son, who will be 18 actually this month, he, he's on the spectrum and that really it does matter, right? It does matter because to a degree, the way that he processes information, it's a little bit more complicated, but the truth is I recognize that my feelings aren't all that different with my other kids who don't have some of those difficulties. So I really pondered on this. I thought, you know, am I going to jump on the bandwagon of parents who are upset and terrified? And part of the concept, I guess, behind them choosing this book was that it's a coming of age story. When we think about coming of age stories for our kids today, the truth is we can't look at it through rose colored lenses. I would definitely say that it's more intense for them because social media. Social media has definitely intensified what it looks like for kids to fit in, to be considered normal. And so for them, they're more likely to follow into trends than we were because we didn't necessarily know what all of the trends were all the time. So this book has some pretty explicit details about sexual acts, oral sexual acts, you know, things like that. And I have been very open with my kids about sex. Obviously I wouldn't feel, I couldn't live with myself if I was sharing all of these things with you guys in my podcast and not living them out myself. And that's really what this is about. It's about living out your faith through your parenting and your marriage and your relationships. But also it's about learning our patterns, recognizing how we were raised and the things that we experienced really impacts the way that we address things like this. So yeah, there's a lot of parents who are up in arms and there's some demands that this book be banned from the school. And I understand that there were several other options that also had a lot of these situations in it. And I thought about it and I thought, you know what, this is part of life. It's not like there's anything in that book that my kids haven't heard before. And that includes my sixth grader who's 12. This is the world we live in. They see things and hear things every day that are so appalling that your head would probably spin if you knew. And I know that because not only do I work with families that have younger children, I also have kids who tell me pretty much everything. So I know. And I decided that I would sit down and have an open conversation with my kids about these things that are going to be required of them at school. We talked about how do we approach material like that? So when you're asked to engage in something and it's a requirement and it's 
not comfortable or it's sexual in nature. One of the things I told my son, I, we had a conversation about how do you handle that? You're probably going to feel things in your body when you're reading about things being done to someone else's body and it's very explicit and you've never experienced it before. It might incite curiosity in your mind, but that's also true if you're walking down the mall and there's a girl in front of you whose hiney cheeks are hanging out or she's not wearing a bra and her nipples are clearly showing through her shirt. We and our kids, all of us, are placed in situations all the time where we have to learn discipline and self-control and respect. So what I've taught my boys and my daughter is that you can't help but notice sometimes. There are things that you're exposed to. Someone shows you something you don't really want to see, or maybe you are curious and you do look at it, but you have a responsibility to turn your eyes away, to make a decision about how long you're going to let yourself linger there. And that's really the conversation I had with him was, you know, you're going to read this book. It's required for, for your school. We talked about why, you know, these are things that happen in real life. And it's probably a very well-written book based on the reviews that I saw, but he's going to have to make a decision about how long he's going to let his mind linger. So we made a plan, you know, you're going to read this book in a public place at school. And once you're done, you're going to put it away and you're going to ask the Lord to really help you refocus your mind so that you're not replaying these things that you're reading over and over again. Now, I could have demanded that my son not read this book. And the truth is he would have ended up with another book that also had inappropriate things in it. So we have a decision to make. We either equip our kids to manage the thing that, things that come their way, to have a, a response, to protect themselves and be accountable to their own thoughts and their own decisions, or to run away from it, to pretend like it's not going to rear its head in some other way shortly down the road. And it will. There obviously are situations that we are going to protect our kids from. You know, obviously, if they were asking them to watch pornography or, you know, engage in something, that's a very different thing. But we can't put our heads in the sand and pretend that our kids are not faced with really hard things. So in this conversation with all of my kids, we, my, my other son brought up that he's currently reading a book that is about a firefighter and there's a ton of mentions of suicide. The book is actually very much based around the concept of suicide and this firefighter's life and all the things that he's exposed to. And my youngest son, who's in sixth grade, is currently reading a book that says BS in full form over and over and over again. And it's also required reading. So what do you do with that? Do you demand that they stop reading these books that they're being required to read? Or do you have a conversation about what do you think about that? How does that make you feel? What is that like for you to be exposed to that, which is something that, you know, we don't do in our house or maybe it's a little bit scary, especially when you think about, you know, kids becoming so familiar with the concept of suicide. It's a very real thing in their age group. It's not like they're not hearing about it or seeing it or it hasn't happened. It's actually happened in our school district very recently and probably yours too. I would rather walk alongside and equip my children in this world so that their thoughts and their actions are not of this world.
And I am not going to pretend like this wasn't uncomfortable. It was a whole process for me. It took me some time to process the information, unpack my own feelings about it. Because like I said, I mean, my knee-jerk reaction was, are you serious? How in the world could you possibly expect my kids to read this? But when I really thought about it, what bothered me more than anything wasn't the content. It was the fact that I know that there are so many kids who are going to be reading this material and no one's going to talk to them about it. This might be the first time they're exposed to something like that in that intimate of a way, and there's not going to be a conversation. Their parents may not even know that they're reading it, and or if they do know, they just don't want to deal with it, or the child feels like they have to hide it from their parents because once they start reading it and they realize these things are in there, it's uncomfortable and there's no way they can approach their parents because there's sexual content. That's the thing that I'm most concerned about. This entire ministry is based on the concept of leaning into the hard things so that we can be healthy. I truly believe in the concept that things that are hidden in the darkness are what make us sick. We are only as sick as our secrets, but when things come into the light, even when they're ugly, even when they're uncomfortable, Satan has, he doesn't have a foothold in that. He can't use that against us. He can't use that to wage war. And so one of the things that I'm doing with my son is I'm checking in with him every single day. Hey, what did you read about today? What was that like for you? This way that, you know, I feel like if he talks about it, then perhaps he's not going to internalize it. It's not going to be something that's going to be swirling around in his head. We're sharing it. It's nothing that has to be hidden. Even if it's super graphic, he can talk to me about it. Now, this isn't about being a perfect parent. I am extremely grateful for all of the lessons that I've learned through my clients. I have seen how things can be done in a detrimental way. I don't like to think of it as right and wrong. But there certainly is a difference between healthy and detrimental. And I know that had I not gone through all the things I've gone through in my clinical work and I've lived vicariously through the lessons that my clients have learned, I wouldn't be the parent I am today. And that's really why I feel called to share with you these experiences because I didn't come to this place on my own. I had to learn this through other people through the word, through wisdom, through my clients, through being taught. I had to learn. We all have to learn things that we weren't taught. And these are not things I was taught. These are not conversations that I was taught to have. So I felt like it was important for me to encourage you when something like this comes about and you have this urge to fight it, run away, you know, protect your kids from it. I want you to stop and think. How can you equip them instead? Is it really something that you need to ban from your child, shield them from, protect them from, or is it something that you need to walk them through? Because this is real life. This is what life is for them. That's a really hard decision to make, but it's one that can really bring you closer. I can tell you that that very long conversation with my kids was such a great bonding experience. It was another opportunity for them to feel comfortable 
bringing up some hard things. And some of it, I didn't even know, right? But by addressing that book and talking about all those things, it brought up so much more that they're seeing and exposed to and how they feel about it. You never know what's going to come from a difficult conversation. What are you struggling with? Whether it's parenting, marriage, friendships, or faith, I want to answer your questions. Send me a DM, email me at Tamara's2cents at gmail.com, or find me on Instagram at Tamara.Nicole.Rasmussen. Nothing is off the table. Thanks for listening. Look for a new episode every Monday. Have a blessed day.